When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode, calling the cops on your friends, do you take this woman to be your pen pal? And Miss Fingerly sticks her toes in your crotch. All that and more on today's episode of Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg. Beth Denberg, and welcome to the Bad Advice Podcast. With me, as always, is Clark Crozer. Hello. Hello, Clark. How are you? I am doing okay. I am feeling a little... A little refreshed. A little refreshed. Because I went camping. We told everybody that I was going camping. Yeah, you actually made it through a a vacation. I did, finally. (laughs) I did not need my passport. I still haven't gotten a new passport. No. That's the one that the dog ate. So I need to get on that. But uh, But camping went well? Camping went well. It was... You know, dirty and filthy and perfect. <laughs> and I was set my tent up all by myself, but it's and it's a really big tent. So wow. since I've learned that I can do that, I feel like super accomplished. Nice. But I think I might take a redemption camping trip because I did have to leave camp on Saturday and Sunday to go do had some obligations. Uh, and camping is pretty close. You know, it you know where Malibu is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like an hour away. Yeah. So I can you know, get in my car. It's easy camping, guys. Lest you think, dear <laughs> listeners, that I'm like fucking backpacking it with some hiking boots and a bedroll. It's, you know, a pretty easy camping. Yeah. We do tents. It's dirty. We do this. The beach is there. But there is a Starbucks like 11 oh. minutes away. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, you know, I do if I need to do something. I like, that's the thing. It's like if I my dad falls down. Yeah. I can easily check on that and run home. But that it just seems such a weird concept to me. If that the fact of like. You're out camping, but then you're running errands. Like, yeah, that doesn't seem to click in my well, brain. Not, Once you're camping, really, you're camping. It's not really errands. Like the last, it's happened the last few years. I've gone camping, huh. two years in a row. I left because I'll camp like Thursday through Monday morning. Right. And two years in a row, I had a wedding to perform oh, on Saturday. Yeah. So I, you know, get dressed up. Right. And you're not the only person camping. So you have to like deal with, you know, schedules. Like yeah, you yeah, don't get yeah. to pick like, oh, I'm just going to randomly pick this time. You have to deal with other people's schedules. Exactly. Sometimes. And we go as a we went as a small group. Yeah. Usually it's a bigger group, but. Thanks to COVID, COVID and all yeah. of those who seem to love it oh, God. and not want to just fucking get, get through it. it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a much smaller group. Yeah. So but that see, didn't yeah. really impact them. It just meant that I like when I leave, I went to go do these two weddings. It's like I miss. Well, for one of them and for this weekend, I miss just like the heart of the sitting around relaxing doing nothing right um and i wouldn't change any of these things that i went to okay but you know that's why i'm like i need a redemption one oh. but one so one of those weddings was like during the day now the funny part is like i'm filthy and gross and right. all of a sudden i'm like have to bring like a dress right and like wash my feet oh my god and like get dressed up nice enough and go do the wedding yeah. and then come back and be like i'm taking this off but wow. one of the weddings was at night and the thing was 
It was uh, just an evening wedding. It wasn't like a midnight wedding. Okay, I was going to say. But it was like, it was actually on a beach, but further away. Oh, okay. And it was like, I don't know, like a six o'clock, five o'clock wedding. Okay, okay. But then we went to dinner afterwards. Gotcha. And it was super slow service then. So um, the campground was very exciting. Ticking clock. The yeah. campground closes. You can't get in. Oh no! After ten. Oh no! You can get out anytime you want, but they close the ranger station and the gate at yeah. ten. Yeah. So then I am like, whoa! Oh. Like down the PCH, which is really dark. Yeah. Especially the stretch that I was coming from. So it was like Isn't that the place where uh, uh, what's his name died. The no actor from the fifties, Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean. No, I think that has something to do with the Griffith Observatory, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, maybe it does. If you know when James <laughs> Dean died. Call I also in. like that we're calling him Jimmy Dean. I know. I just was like, like he's the sausage I know, king. He's the sausage king of Chicago. <laughs> we're just mixed like a hundred different things together. So my camping was great. I did miss out. Um, if I had only had to do one of the things, it would have been good. But I had to leave camp on Saturday and Sunday. Aww. But I still had a great time. I got to spend time with some some lovely loves that I love Good. that I, you know, I, I could see them more often, but that's only recently right. for, uh, you know, 18 months or whatever. Uh, right. We were not seeing each other. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the next exactly. 18 months because there's so many gummies around exactly. us. But so it was really nice. I am looking forward to going camping again, but I have to tell you something yeah, because I put a post on Instagram a couple weeks ago. Okay. There was in California this vote to recall our governor. The governor, yeah. I'm not going to get into a whole fucking thing, but it <laughs> pissed my shit off and I was angry. Okay. Because it's a lot of bullshit. Yeah. You can look it up and see why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why I would personally think that, which falls into this story. Okay. So I always post like, a picture of me with my I voted sticker, like right. on Instagram or whatever, because it's a thing. Right. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. not I'm, I'm not a role model. <laughs> if y'all are looking at me as a role model, then you need to you need to go to a better advice podcast <laughs> because I should be at best a cautionary tale. But but, but you yeah. do do to your civil duty. Yes. So I'm all about that. And but I was so just angry and kind of disgusted that yeah. the picture I put on Instagram and Facebook was just me just angry. Yeah. Like I had an angry face with Ooh. my I voted sticker. And I said in it, I said, I'm a fairly peaceful atheist, <laughs> but I swear to God, California, if you fuck this up, I will end you. Oh no. <laughs> and now I know what it is. Cause I don't really put anything controversial really ever. Sure. And I didn't think that was too controversial, but I got a lot of like angry responses. Really? Yeah. And, and that was a real drag and that's fine. Mm. Um, and, but it just made me a little angry. And then, and I put like hashtag vote no, hashtag get vaccinated, hashtag, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. my dirty hippie liberal yeah, hashtags. hashtags. Yeah. Um, but then somebody reported it and it got taken down for being violent and harmful. Reported it for what? I don't for know. For saying I'm going to get you California? No, for, I mean, the thing that would have been was, you know, if you fuck this up, I will end you. Which California. everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's whatever. <laughs> you were threatening a state. I was threatening, I, you know what? I'm threatening the people that had a problem with it yeah. because they need to fucking get their shit together. And that's fine. And they can do what they want and they can unfollow me and they can uh. whatever. But... So that got taken down. Oh, God. I put it back up. Okay, good. And I said, it said, I'm a fairly peaceful atheist, but I swear to God, California, if you mess this up, I will throw you out of the library. Okay, there so you go. I'm like, In try character. taking this town, you, yeah. this down, you pieces of shit. Seriously. So, and the same picture, same whatever. Okay, good, good. But I did the hashtags and I put hashtag MAGA. <gasps> Ooh. Because I'm like, let's poke whatever. Yeah. And first of all, everyone, everyone listening should know I'm not, I'm no trendsetter. <laughs> I'm not famous in a way like, you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm your friend, you know. Yeah. And I'm popular and, and I'm, 
I'm important because of the iconic, you know, thing of all that and stuff and growing up with me. Right. But it's not like I'm some, it's not like I'm putting up my opinion as though it's like, this is my opinion. <laughs> well, you know? no, I feel like you, but even before all that, when you were just you, you were the kind of person that didn't hide your truth. Yeah, no, and definitely if not. you felt something was wrong, you would speak your mind. No, absolutely. And that's what I loved about you. That was yeah. that was a part of what makes you great. So that's just kind of what I do on Instagram. But I am more careful mm. about, you know, not putting up crazy shit. So wait, so, did you hear, did anything happen from the hashtag MAGA? Well, this is the thing, because I was really bummed out that day, just like the people, you know, yeah. with their nasty comments yeah. back and and all that kind of stuff. And I put it back up and I wasn't going to look at, I happened to look at the comments, but then I didn't. And this was like the jewel of my day. It made me laugh <laughs> so hard. Okay. Because um, I'm gonna say they're they're hashtagging names. Okay. No, not hashtagging names. They're they're uh, Instagram, Instagram names. Instagram said, "OMG, is the hashtag MAGA part a joke?" And then Berlin Information 1980 <laughs> replied and said, "Yeah, she's very liberal. She's not the best at social media. LOL." Oh no. Which was like the sweetest. No, it was like. Like somebody was trying to just like watch out for you. Yeah. He was like, no, no, no. She's cool. Grandma just doesn't understand it. <laughs> I'm like, here's someone, you know, Berlin Information 1980, yeah. who I think clearly listens to the podcast. Sure. So if you're out there, Bunny Kitten, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> because this is the only place I talk about, you know, even anything yeah, slightly political. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like he was watching that and he was like, no, 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 don't worry. <laughs> She's liberal. Just grandma doesn't understand hashtags. <laughs> like, I feel like it was so sweet. Yeah. And like he had my, he or she. Right, right, like, right. Had, had my back. back. And it just really made me laugh. And oh, I did, so I did reply. Funny. I don't reply very often, but I said something like, ha, huh, you're not wrong about the social media but it wasn't a mistake, more like a poke. Yeah. And again, to say it was a poke, that's why I started saying, like, I'm no major celebrity that's, like, trying to start a beef with anybody. <laughs> right. But I was like, whatever. I was just so pissed off. Oh. And this is after, you know, when it got to me, when I was putting on my mask, it didn't occur to me. Because whenever it's, like, voting time, I'm like, I'm going to vote. I'm going to do my thing. And I'm going to democratize. And... As I was getting out of my car, putting on my mask yeah. to go in and vote, yeah. I just got really angry. Yeah. I you mean, know, because it's like people, it, it, the first I heard of this was like, he's doing a bad job as governor. He needs to open everything up. And it's like, those are the people that are making me do this. Yeah. He, he, he did yeah. not get recalled. So that was good. Well, the thing, the, the, this is the part that, that was so frustrating to me. I mean, not frustrating, but like... Uh, it, kind of relieving that it happened this way, that the story gets told this way. But we have this election to to recall the governor because, you know, he did such a horrible job with COVID. And then I feel like maybe about four or five days after we voted not to recall him, mm -hmm. it comes out that California is like number one on the list of uh, states that's doing well for COVID. Like every other state in the country is doing so much worse than California. And here he just almost got recalled well, because yeah. people were saying that he was doing such a horrible job. And well, it's there's, like, uh, there's a lot <laughs> else behind it. That's more sinister in my opinion and research. So everyone oh, yeah. can look that up. Yeah, We've been yeah, talking yeah. about politics for a long time, but all of that was just to get to my, my, my fan admirer, favorite person on Instagram who is like, had my back, was like, no, 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 hold on. Let me explain. <laughs> That's so funny. It's like after your, you know, your grandpa has like a weird fit <laughs> sundowning at the Sizzler right. and you go talk to the manager and say, I'm, I'm okay. really sorry. It's, 
He's having trouble, and we really appreciate everything you've done. I'm Berlin Information 1980, just like warmed my fucking heart and made me laugh during a day when I was like really angry. So that's great. Thank you for that. And if you said nice things, also, I appreciate it, but I didn't read any more of the comments. I just happened to like catch that one. Oh, man. And it's super, super duper made me happy. But anyway, so. That's well, a long way to say that I I voted, which you yeah, should do. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not good at social media. <laughs> and you're getting better. You're I'm getting, getting better. I'm getting a little better every day. Exactly. And I want to say for anyone who listened yes yesterday, last week's show. Yeah, yeah. I have more water with ice <laughs> from Clark's house. And it is so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. That's good I ice. love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm done with my rant slash appreciation. Okay. Well, uh, I'd actually, let me throw in one more thing before we get into questions. Yes, please. Um, you know, we're getting close. It's almost been a full year of us doing this podcast. I know. And I was kind of excited because when we first started, it was fall, but we didn't really have the audience. We didn't have people asking us questions. We didn't have uh, that set up yet because we were just starting. Yeah. So we didn't get any good real fall questions, yes. any like Halloween questions or anything like that. It, the time we started, by the time we started getting real good questions, it was closer to Christmas time. Yeah. So I'm really excited because I'm hoping everyone out there might be uh, thinking about some excellent Fall pumpkin spiced questions. Pumpkin spiced questions. Uh, Columbus Day versus Indigenous Peoples there Day. There you go. You know, to start another huge political. <laughs> I'm at the center of all political upheaval. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm like, can I kiss a dog today? <laughs> hey, man, I, I'm up for you taking over the Bill Maher role. Let's Done. get rid of him. Uh, Throw you in there. I'd take that. <laughs> I won't smoke as much weed as he does. <laughs> Wait, yeah. that's another thing. I yeah. know we've been talking no, for no, like 92 okay. minutes, but the special thing about the camp out yeah. was that we- Bill Maher was there? Yes, he was there. <laughs> no, it was me and some sober friends. Okay. And Thursday to Monday, Monday was my 16th sober birthday. Yay! So it was a- Thank you. So it was really special to be there camping yeah. with my sober friends. And then I did post that on social media. You know, it's I always do like I'm 16 years sober today. Yeah, yeah. And I got like a lot of love for that. And a lot of people I did read the comments on that one. I felt secure mm. in reading the right. comments on the happy birthday one and got got comments and and some people slid into my DMs. Oh, nice. To just say like I didn't know you were sober too. This this makes me love you even more wow. or I have struggling with the same thing and I have this long sober. So that's like that was like really it's just that's just a wonderful thing to strike to strike more of a connection with fans yeah. and just people in my community. See, so, you're not horrible at social media. No, you get it right part, every once in a that while. That part was good. Yes, <laughs> that part was good. So, but it was really special to be. And we were at the campfire um, Sunday night. And when it turned to Monday, you know, midnight, yeah. they sang me happy birthday. Oh. And so that was like super smishtacular. That's awesome. Yes. I love that. Well, this is uh this has all been really good, but we do have questions here. Okay. They, we have some people that need some help, so I thought maybe we should start getting some help out. I don't see why not. <laughs> all right. Let's start off with Aaron. Okay, so Aaron asks, "How do I convince my boyfriend to get a new car? He has the money but wants to drive his car into the ground. It is already 6 feet under if you ask me." Missing a door handle, needs a screwdriver to shift gears, the passenger window doesn't work, and the paint is discolored. I need your best bad advice as to how I can get him to get rid of the junker and get something newer. It doesn't need to be flashy, but I'd like to be able to roll down the window. <laughs> and that's from Aaron. 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 Yes. Uh, hey, girly girl. <laughs> yeah. The the issue is, yes, we want a guy who has his shit together enough. Right. But we also don't want to be like, be better so you're worthy of me. 
But a shitty car. Here's what's funny. I will say, because I have, as we all know, dear listeners, been sticking my toes into the crotch of internet dating. Oh, yeah. Like dating apps and stuff. Sticking your toes into the crotch of online dating. That was fantastic. Anyway, go ahead. Please. Um, It's nice and warm in there. (laughs) It is. When I was camping, my toes got cold. (laughs) So... There's, you know, on this one app that I'm on, there's yeah. like a zillion questions. Like, okay. answer, here's your question to this. Here are the question, the answers I'll accept from someone else. Mm. And then it's like, you're 82% compatible. Mm. And I did sit for hours one day thinking that I would get to the end of the question. Right. And never did. I don't know if there's ever an end. How, how similar can you be to somebody I, uh, no, but where it, you're like uh, views on strawberries are exactly yes, the same exactly no there's I mean every every like topic and this and that and some are big deal like religion oh. and blah 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 and some are like you know would, would you rather kiss in a tent or kiss in Paris <laughs> you know and so anyway one of them is could you date someone who doesn't have a car huh and all the men say yes. Okay. I said no. Sure, I understand that. I, I, I also, I mean, well, you'd think they're all in like Los Angeles because yeah. we're together. But like, I live in Los Angeles. And my answer is no. I can't date a guy without a car. Yeah. Um, and all the dudes are like yes, and because like, oh, they'll drive me around. Right. But I don't want to like. You know, sit in some gross car. I would like to be able to open the window. Yeah. And is the car, Aaron, a reflection of other stuff going on Mm. in your boyfriend's life? Mm. I don't mean like emotionally. Right. I mean, it would be weird if he was on a career path and had his shit together and just drove like a 1971 Ford Fiesta that didn't even exist then. Right, exactly. You know, he's Somebody like- Somebody just glued the Fiesta to a, yeah. a, another Ford car. He's got like a little kid tricycle on three skateboards and he's like, we're going to the movies. It's like two steps short of that car that- little toddlers have yes, exactly they close the door and they i got push the it door closed feet. so if if there's this car question but is it a bigger issue for you where it's like i want to be with a man who has career goals or yeah. i want to be with a man who you know is more established in the community or in whatever and is the car a reflection of that? Because mm. it'd be weird if you were like, I'm a lawyer and here's my car. Yeah, this seriously. Not that you have to be a lawyer to be like a member of society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I but, have a Prius and it's filthy. <laughs> but there's also a huge difference between your filthy Prius and a car held together with scotch tape. Yeah, it, I would say... If there is a garbage bag window for more than two weeks, that's going to be a deal breaker to me. That's a window breaker to me. A window breaker. But, you know, in the answer, Aaron, is like, you can say it bothers you and you can push it, but then you can run the risk of being like, um, I want a man with a better car. Yeah. And that's not very attractive, but if it's, all part of the whole package mm. and this car is indicative of other stuff that you're, you know, like, oh, this isn't really, you know, right, right. I'm, <laughs> I'm one to tell you, you don't always wait around for things to turn into what you want. <laughs> Cause then you end up doing a podcast here alone. <laughs> Clark doesn't count. That's I'm, true. but so I, you don't know, mention it. You could say, I just really need, to be able to roll down the window or what's the deal or how can I help you find something? All that kind of stuff. But you do run that risk of of being the like, I want a guy yeah. who drives a Trans Am. Yeah. In which case you'd be so gross. Yeah, a little bit. Sorry, well, Trans Am owners. <laughs> well, here's this is also my uh, point on this. I have a car. Yes. My wife has a car. She does. It kind of doesn't matter what car my wife has. Because we always drive my car. Yes. I have the bigger car. You know, we have a kid and 
sometimes my parents come or if you're coming, we want more space and yes. I have the bigger car. So every time that I'm in the car, it's 99.9% my car. Correct. So Aaron, if you have a decent car, maybe you should always just go out with your boyfriend in your car. Yes. Maybe you could just, even if you're handing him the keys, hey, you want to drive my car? Yep. And you're driving to the restaurant or to the movies or wherever you're going. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe you let him have his car, but you just say, can we just drive my car normally? Because your car, I can't even open a window and I yeah. need a little air. I need a little air. Because <laughs> there's also about seven years of Del Taco wrappers in the fucking backseat. I'm starting to rethink this relationship. You weird guy. Uh, so, he's like, well, I worked there. <laughs> That's not a good excuse. Del Taco is awesome, actually. It is. Um, and they don't have it everywhere, so be grateful if you have a Del Taco. Wow, I didn't know that. Yes. Um, the point is, yeah, Aaron, if you need a guy who has his shit together, and if this car is really a fucking wreck and indicative of a guy just being like, whatever, man, college is cool, but he's like 42, <laughs> that's something to look at. Yeah. But encourage him, say, you know, this kind of bothers me. And then it's, he, he's an adult and it's his choice and it's his money. Yeah. And tell him, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, you're not looking for a Lexus. You just need a, a window. functioning window. Yes. That's all you need. So. He just gets her for their anniversary, a detached door. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, hopefully that helps Aaron. Let's uh, move on to our next question of the day. And the next question is from a gentleman named Dan. Dan. And Dan says, my fiance lives in another country. When we're apart, we spend hours on Skype chatting. But during our face-to-face -face visits, we tend to fight. I want to bring her to the U.S., but I don't know if we will just fight or have the great relationship we have virtually. If we divorced, I would be responsible for her financially for 10 years. Can you give me some bad advice? Who is this? This is Dan. Dan, you are a walking red flag. <laughs> Jesus, Dan. Yeah. It, it is not great. <laughs> this whole thing is not great. There's so many warning signs. Is this like a 90 Day Fiance situation? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. I have to say my best friend loves 90 Day Fiance. I can't handle it it yeah. makes me sick all uh, right that those are really hard to get through well it makes me i mean it makes me sick it makes me sad what makes me like what makes me sick yeah. is the production company and the people making the show yeah that's, that's the part gross. that i that's just disgusting to me yeah. and people love it and they love it because my friend loves it because it's a train wreck sure of course but um yeah so it is a problem yeah. to be so happy and have a great time when you're talking on Zoom mm -hmm. and fight when you're together. Yeah. Because that's not a relationship. That's not an engagement. That's a pen pal. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And if that truly is the nature of the relationship that when we're thousands of miles apart and only have to see each other and interact for three hours a day, we get along great, Yeah, you know, and the whole, you know, the whole goal would be to be together with someone yeah. together physically yeah. together in a room. Yeah. And if that always results in a fight and but he doesn't say what the fights are about like right. the fights could be about like i want to get married to be with you right and she's she's from europe somewhere right of course i want to come over i want to be for 90 days <laughs> your fiance right you know and he's like i don't know but it's another thing if you just get together and don't get along yeah that's the thing that makes it i was so weirded out by this question because i was like if you're getting into fights every single time you meet somebody face to face, I don't think that's the right person no. to be dating. Unless they're like, 
I love you more. Right. He's like, no, I love you more. You motherfucker. <laughs> I love you so much more. Yeah, it's like that weird kind of love-hate yeah. Adam's family feel, right? And is it like part of the... The fun is the sexual tension and the will. You know, it's like Sam and Diane. Right. Which is, again, okay, if you're under 90 years old, go look up Cheers. Fabulous TV show um, from the 80s. Yes. And it was on like 10, 11 seasons. Yeah, really long, great. Really good show. Um, starring your favorite, Rhea Perlman, <laughs> who's awesome. Some but of anyway. the best cold openings in the business. Really? Yes, oh, sir. Oh, yeah. Um, but the whole concept of, you know, the two leading characters, will they, won't they, yeah. the sexual tension. And if that's what's kind of getting you off, if that's what's making your relationship so good, what usually happens in a TV show is will they, won't they, then they do, and then the show sucks. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, if you don't want the show to suck and you really just have this tension and longing and romance of the long distance relationship right you know it's not you contemplating the financial repercussions oh. of bringing her over here to marry you and then it not working out not that you shouldn't consider everything of course but i i have a great relationship with my girlfriend except when we're together you know, if I bring her over, I might have to pay for her for 10 years. <laughs> what should I do, asked Stan? <laughs> that was pretty good. I might really take a look at what what your fights are about, yeah. the nature of them, yeah. what you're really getting, what is the spark that keeps you going in the long distance format. Yeah. And let me just throw out there really quick, sex is not going to make up for a whole fuck a lot. Yeah. Right? Like, it'll make up for a little bit, but it's not going to be worth that much. No, and and to get political again, that's just a fucking anchor baby. <laughs> I should come and expel my egg and sperm to an anchor baby. <laughs> I love this imaginary European girl that yes. you've made. She's trying to be French. <laughs> But I'm doing the best I can. People commented. Thank God she's not Southern. A few, I, I was going to say, a few people have commented on my, uh, my in, Im not impeccable, not even inadvertent. Like I, I can't control it. Yeah. My Southern accent that we got. I after. don't want you to even try it now exactly, because it'll exactly. put you in that brain. But I've heard it was funny and then adorable. So <laughs> my apologies to anybody whose ears were bleeding, but I literally could not help it. Yeah. But you're right. We should move on. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully that helps Dan. Uh, yeah, I don't right? know. If, uh, Maybe we need to give some advice to the fiance too. Yeah, right. Um, if you're out there, uh, random European woman, please give <laughs> us a call. Um, next question is from a gentleman named Greg. And Greg says, what's the quickest way to get rid of guests after dinner? <laughs> that's Excellent. it. That's, that's his whole question. Well, during COVID time, it should just be like a lot of coughing. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say. <coughs> Ooh, I, I, I hope you like dinner. I couldn't really smell or taste it. Would you like to stay longer? Or uh, do some tongue kissing? Exactly. No, this is actually. Exactly. This is an interesting question. I just had, you know, I've spoken about my friend who lost her husband. Yeah. And. Uh, we just had a big memorial for him. Mm. He's already, you know, funeraled and sure, buried and such. Sure. But it was this, uh, it, not a memorial, a celebration of life. Okay. The get together, a lot of people that couldn't or didn't come because of oh, COVID at the time. How sweet. Or couldn't come visit during, while well, he was in the hospital because yeah, yeah. it was like super COVID. Yeah. But, so this was a celebration of life how at wonderful. her house. And so we were talking about it and helping plan it. And it, she was like, I wanted to be like a brunch thing. I was like, yeah, that's perfect. Come eat, mm. make some remarks. She wanted to have like a little ceremony in the middle. It wasn't sure. like a ceremony, but it was like five or six people got up to speak and nice. it was really touching. Oh, that's great. So it's kind of like, yeah, come and eat. We have all this great food, kind of brunchy, kind of breakfasty. We're going to hear some remarks. Let's mill about, watch the video of the pictures mm. and then get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's having a, uh, 
a, a program. No, yeah. having a, oh, yeah. having a some activities. Yeah. And not that people didn't linger and people stayed and helped clean up sure. and stuff like that. Sure, sure, sure. But um, yeah, I kind of like that. It, it, to have, like, we are going to, and I said, I mean, I haven't said this in a while, but early on in the podcast I did, I, I would rather throw a party than go to a party. Mm. And amorphous parties with no activity make me really anxious. Interesting. So I would be like, Okay, yeah, dinner's here. We'll show up. We'll hang out. We'll have appetizers. We'll talk, which already I feel very anxious about because right. there's no, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then there's dinner, and that's sure. really great. And then after dinner, we're going to play Heads Up. Right. We're going to play a game. We are going to watch a specific movie, right. whatever it is, so that there's a natural conclusion to things. That makes so much well, sense. And, and also, I'm, I'm not usually, I'm not going to throw nor am I going to usually be at like a dinner party where everyone's getting like super drunk on wine. Right. We each had a bottle, right? you know? So I know that that could be a different situation for different people, Yeah, but I really like, um, you know, a, a, a schedule. I like an activity. Mm -hmm. I like a, a natural, you know, conclusion to things. I just Absolutely. hit my chin on the microphone. <laughs> Do you hear this people? <laughs> It's probably horrible. I know, right? Um, th there's also, I feel like, on top of that, the only other last resort that I could see working that I've used personally is uh, plans the next day. Yes. If you have plans the next day and you, as soon as people get there, go, yay, I'm so glad you're here. I've got to get up to work, go to work early tomorrow, yes. but I'm, I really wanted to see you. So then you're kind of setting up that there's going to be an end time because I got to get to bed. Or this is the best advice. Yeah. Call the cops as your neighbor and make a <laughs> file a noise complaint. <laughs> I love that. Say That's great. there is underage drinking going on. <laughs> there are prostitutes. So dox yourself. Yes. Okay. There are prostitutes going in and out. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know that they're prostitutes. At, you respond right. when the police station says, how do you know they're prostitutes? Right. Well, I'm not. They just look. <laughs> Prostituting. They, I've watched a lot of Law and Order and I see it. So, yeah, you could uh, put in that fake call. Yeah, that was nice. I saw but, that. Uh, but, yeah, activities, man, plans. If, if you invite me to your house, just please have something planned. Yeah. We might not even have to do it. Yeah. But it just makes me so. I'm anxious now That's thinking so about a party where there's, like, not a thing to yeah. do. Yeah. Wow. What a, that, I, I've never thought about that. Before. Yeah. That's very cool. All right. Well, uh, hopefully that helps. And now you can get rid of all the guests you want. Yes. Um, okay. Well, before we go on to the any more questions, I think it's time for our rotating segment of the week. And I'm really excited because this week is a brand new segment. And it's going to be something that I think all of your fans are really going to love. And we are calling it Character Assassination. That's my time, everybody. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Today's been great. Thank you. Assassination. All right. So uh, this is the very first character assassination and character assassination. Let me set it up a little bit here uh, are going to be segments where LB talks about characters, very famous characters that she's played in the past that, you know, get a little dive into them and a little uh, expertise on yes. individual characters. So what is today's character assassination? Today's character assassination is a deep dive okay. into Miss Fingerly. Oh. Miss Fingerly, the teacher the from teacher all from that. teacher from all that. Yes. Who, let's be honest, was in a lot of all that way more than just classroom sketches. Yeah, well, she turned into that. Like most characters on all that, they hang around and then they go crazy. Yeah. Miss Fingerly was... I did her, I think, in the pilot. Okay. Uh, wow. She probably was the most present character. I think if you really tallied it up, she might have been in the most sketches overall. Okay. Now, before we go too far, let's just play a quick little clip so that people can hear yes. Miss Fingerly and how she talks. Okay, yes. Let's play, let's play. Now, class, the word nibble can be used as a superlative, the subjunctive, or the laxative. For example, I nibble, you nibble, Stephanie nibbles, we nibble, they nibble. No. Try. So yeah, so that's a quick little Miss example. Fingerly. Yeah. So I was the oldest in the cast. Right. The youngest of when we started, Katrina was 10. I was 18. Wow. And 
So I played the teachers and I played the mothers. Yeah. And originally, like, it was just a regular school marm. And of course, I put my funny little spin on it, hopefully. <laughs> but then she just got weirder and weirder and made all of these puns. Like, sorry, I'm late. My dog ran away. I've had a rough morning. Oh, and speaking rough. of rough. Yeah. Um, Way before Family Guy did it. Yeah. Miss Fingerly would put the H sound into words where it didn't belong. Right. We just heard it there. She said, uh, wee nibble. Yeah. Uh, and so that just became a thing where I would find a way to put H's. And the one that caught people's attention really and they loved was there's a character named Robert in one of the Skechers. Okay. Skechers. Sketches. One of the and I <laughs> and I said, Robert. And they were like, <laughs> doesn't belong there h in front of r yeah robert uh my friend brenda would always be like how do you do that it's like trying to teach someone to whistle right she's like so she always really loved that that's so Um, funny so miss fingerly eventually got weirder and crazier and eventually got out of the classroom but like lots of puns was the the hair and makeup always the same because you had a special hair and makeup. Yes. The dress yeah. was originally yours, right? My personal dress. Yes. I feel like you used to wear this at high school. It was longer. I did buy it for a high school event. Yes. It was longer. And then they washed it in a washing machine because it got <laughs> filthy. I'm sure Miss Fingerly was dumped, you know, sure. whatever was dumped on her head. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they washed it. It got a lot shorter. Okay. And then that dress just went through hell for a few years huh. until uh, season three or something, maybe the ward. Yeah, probably around three. The wardrobe department just made another copy of it that was similar, you know. Okay. So eventually I did get another dress. But and the wig It's funny you mentioned the wig because. I got really good at helping put that wig on. Really? Like I could tell you all the steps. And because oh. the the very front of it is my hair. Okay. They take a little bit of my front and then like put it up over the wig. So gotcha. It, it so it looks, looks natural. Yeah. So it looks like very natural. Oh, nice. But so she was just this school marm. And I when people ask me, which they do often, mm. you know, what was your favorite character to play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of it, it's a hard choice. Part of it is like, well, the loud librarian, mm-hmm. which I'm sure we'll do a deep dive into I'm as well. Sure. But um it, stay tuned. Stay, yes. <laughs> and but the loud librarian is a really hard sketch to do. Yeah, I'm it sure. Is physically, physically. Physically. Yeah, it is physically really taxing. Yeah. I'm and that sure. doesn't even include the yelling. Because just the props, just the hitting things, right. the physicality. Pulling out a, tr- a tuba exactly. and now walk, walking around with a tuba. So that, it's really, really taxing. And it's really angry. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched a lot of librarian sketches, and I'm like, she's awful. Well, I even when I went, because I, I came with you the first day that the, the all that yes. new show with the yes. new cast came in. And you were rehearsing your first day with a loud librarian. Yeah. And you weren't doing the voice. You were kind of just like talking up here. So you were saving your voice. Yes. But the physicality of all the shit that you had to like uncover, pull this giant, you know, uh, a sheet off of a machine. And then you're pulling this thing down. The physicality of it. It's constant prop work and yeah. swift prop work and hard prop work. Yeah. I don't just pull up a phone. I pull it up and slam it down. Slam it, yeah. You know, whatever it is, and it's really taxing. So, but it's also very cathartic. We should save but this that, yeah, for that. That's, that's for we'll loud save this librarian. for the loud, loud librarian, librarian character Fingerly. assassination. Fingerly, I usually say, no, that's why I say that she is my favorite character. Because mm. it was really just not so crazy you know crazy inappropriate role model adult mm. stuff i there also it feels like at certain at a certain point she went from being a little angry or mean to a little way more sweeter and yes. open to almost anything <laughs> yeah right she was dtf <laughs> By the end, Miss Fingerly was DT motherfucking F. I wonder how many different characters Keenan dressed up as 
that you, uh, as Miss Fingerly, was falling in love with. I know. There was construction one. construction worker. There was one. I think it's an okra sketch. Kel played okra. Okra, yeah. And uh, the talk show host. Right. And Keenan came on as Lester Oak's construction worker. Right. And I was there. And I don't even know if it was like a romance thing or whatever, but we ended up just kind of making out. <laughs> Like, yeah, Miss Fingerly got a little, oh, got a, she got a little thirsty, as yeah. the kids say now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that was the sketch we were at. Oh, I think it was, too. I think the it one was. where you were in the, in in the, the audience. audience with uh, Logan and Sellers. I do believe that is true. And and Stephen Kaplan and Stephen Ka- was yes. in the show. Um, Our good friend Stephen Kaplan from <laughs> high school. So because Miss Fingerly got so crazy and yeah. she was such a beloved character to the yeah. cast and crew, even, you know, Miss Fingerly, she's always been there. Yeah. She's like the most recurring character that it was really fun when she started to get to go other places yes. in the classroom. Yeah. And uh, one thing about Miss Fingerly, yeah. and you know about this, okay. is I was in the classroom, we had the chalkboard, had the pull down map of the world. Yes. And. At some point, 20 years later, yeah. I, I think it's when I was on the Steve Harvey show and I'm decorating my apartment. Yeah. And I go, I miss my map. And I had this really long, you know, set of just windows in my apartment. Yep. And I go, I want to get a pull down map of the world to be like my shade. Sure. And and so I did. I went yeah. to a school supply place that like, you know, sells used stuff. Yep. And I had a friend come and just like install zzz. it. Yep. And I had this map of the world as my shade, which I was really cool. Plus that blue of like the ocean on maps is my favorite color. Yeah. So it was just kind of like a color that I liked yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But that was definitely absolutely a nod to Miss Fingerly. Well, and then where did that go? Then when I moved, yeah, I believe it went to Mr. Clark Crozer. That's right. It became my uh, map, and I did the same damn thing. I thought that was such a fucking cool idea. Yeah, and I used it as a window shade. It wears it now in the dumpster. No, it's in the garage. I oh, still it have is? it. Yeah, I, you it can was totally a little ripped. We should bring want. it. We should have a contest. Hey, there we if go. We're going to be starting a Patreon. If That's you true, uh, we don't have information yet because it's not quite done. But if you uh, donate a thousand dollars, hey, maybe we'll you'll have. In the uh, pool to to get my old Miss Fingerly, Miss Fingerly map. map. You can sign it. Oh, I will sign it. You know, maybe uh, put a picture there or something. I'll and I'll circle all the countries that don't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, and I'll make horrible really Miss Fingerly map. jokes all over it. <laughs> I guarantee you that map has the letters USSR on it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> But yeah, Miss Fingerly with her craziness and with her perkiness yeah. and with her H's and words where it doesn't belong <laughs> was just very dear to a lot of people's yeah. hearts. So that that is my deep dive into Miss Fingerly. Yay, I love that. That was fantastic. Oh, Yay. man, how cool. All right, well, we are running out of time here. We oh, need okay. to do one last question. Yes, sir. And this is a great one from our friend, Bobby, and it's an audio question. Are you ready? Okay, good. Yeah, here we go. Hi, Lori. This is uh, Bobby from Seattle, Washington. Yeah, so basically um, what I'm calling about is, um, you know, online dating scene, um, being that I am uh, 40 years old, uh, African-American, you know, I work at a uh, restaurant and um, you know I do chef prep cooking and it's a, a it's an amazing thing to do when you're a fan of cooking um, and so I don't have so much time to chit chat with tons of people on the outside the restaurant side um, so I tried online dating and I tried different sites you name them I've tried them um, but I um, was calling to say, like, what is it that a person who's single in this generation who's, like, in their 40s, what's the other solution? Because, like, I'm not much into online dating, but I gave it a shot and have not succeeded in finding a perfect match. And then my profile picture is not bad. I'm just wondering, like, what are options? Do they have, like... Like uh, meet and greets and stuff. I'm 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 just curious. Like, what, what should a person like me do? Um, but you know, hopefully you can help, and I'll be available whenever 
you get this message and like to know more about them. Thank you. Okay. All right. That was Bobby. Yes, I want to say that Bobby's, I did hear Bobby's question prior to right now. He left a very long yeah. message, but a lot of it was just saying how nice I am. Yeah. He, he was yeah, a very yeah, complimentary yeah. Very of me. Sweet. And then eventually we thought maybe he was just calling to ask me out. <laughs> he did say, I'll be available whenever yeah, you want to get exactly. back to me. So, um, it's possible that it's, might, that uh, we it, might not be wrong. If you donate a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> To Patreon. <laughs> you get uh, a chance at the map and a chance at the date. A night with LB. Hey. No guarantees. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this is officially prostitution. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's I'm the one you'd call the cops on to end your dinner party. Um, so, Bobby, first of all, I do like that you are you seem to be calling from a sophisticated nightclub. <laughs> Like or a the, sophisticated elevator. Yes, one of the two. There's just kind of a bustle of a crowd and yeah. the tinkling of a you know sophisticated pianist <laughs> yes, in the background. Exactly. So, um, oh, it's a funny. It's, yeah, she's very. It's you a know funny what, call. What, what what Bobby's question has that a lot don't is atmosphere. <laughs> it does go back, listen to it. So yeah, but oh, this question funny. I relate to a lot. Yeah, we're roughly the same age. Yeah. Um, I'm just, oh, we just talked about when we were talking about the car right. that I've kind of stuck my toe into online dating, yeah. the crotch of online dating, the crotch of online dating. Um, and it's rough. And yeah. I, I don't think that I've, I haven't, I haven't met up with anybody yet. Sure. Okay. I've gotten intros and people that have Not liked even like me. a coffee date or anything. No, Nothing. I haven't. No, I haven't. Have, met up with anybody has anyone reached out to try yeah and no i have i have interested. a bunch of um intros like sure. you have an intro or they'll okay. be like blah 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 likes you okay so it's not that i haven't had any any interest right and i have shown it i have liked some people it just but hasn't I gotten just that far. haven't yeah Got i it. just haven't kachonked or whatever sure sure, sure 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 and i <sighs> Maybe I, you know, maybe I just need to fucking like rip the bandaid off and just do it. Yeah. And just be like, eh, what? I will see. Right. Um, it could be the best night of my life. <laughs> it could be the last night of my life. <laughs> no, I'm not worried about getting, you know, murdered. But <laughs> I mean, you're not uh, going to farmersonly.com, are not you? Yet. Okay. <laughs> Not yet. Because I don't I think just you do want well a man who lives in a remote place with a thresher. <laughs> those are my those are my must haves. Um, <laughs> I want someone I can use my southern accent with. Oh no, it's starting. No, we won't start okay, that. Okay. <laughs> and even though like it is so, I don't know if it's the norm, but like I am sitting here looking at Clark who met his wife on an on a online dating, dating site. Yeah. So and. I have married several couples that yeah. have met on online dating sites. Sure, sure. It is the norm. And yet there's sometimes, I've never gotten this from Clark or Karen, his wife, but there is sometimes that like, oh, I don't want to tell him we met online. Do yeah. we have a better story than that? Yeah. You know, I thought your pick of your bikini was hot. And I'm like, <laughs> what's fuck? And you're like, oh, I'd like to talk to you more. All right. So there's still that stigma. I mean, it's much less now. And people that met on like, what was that one? Back in the day, again, yeah. after you look up Cheers and right. watch a couple episodes, right. back in the 80s, yeah. you would go and I never did this. I was a child. Yeah. But you would make a videotape. Yes. You would at like go the mall. At the mall, like great expectations. Yeah. Or, so there was a couple things like that that were like matchmaking companies. Sure. And like I would go in there and sit on the thing and talk about myself and answer some questions. And now there's like hundreds of hours of video of just rando dudes and girls from the 80s. Oh, God. Those out must... there that is just like, hi, I'm looking for someone tall and uh, yeah. skinny. I want a girl with a big fat Rolodex. <laughs> like all kinds of outdated 80s. shit. Yeah, exactly. But also think about. Think about, you, girl. Think, about <laughs> oh, 
think about the awesome 80s hairdos yes. and fucking clothes that because must be on those. Those people were looking for love. Yes. They were dressed to impress. Yes. So you would make a video and then you would watch other videos yeah. of whoever, you know, if you're looking for a chickie and or I whatever. And I do believe when we say that we you watch videos, I'm not talking about click, click. No. I'm talking about pull the VHS out of the slipcase, yep. put it into the VHS player. This is pre-internet, but yeah. that was, I mean, that was the start of that kind of probably electronic stuff. There's always right. been matchmakers. There's right. arranged marriages still right. in the world, but. Matchmaker, matchmaker, <laughs> make the yeah. I was in Fiddler when I was a kid. Well, you're Jewish. I did play the, yes. <laughs> Like it's a prerequisite. Culturally appropriate. Yeah. Every Jewish kid has to be in Fiddler. I could only be in half. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're just on the roof. (laughs) Exactly. So, Bobby, it's it's the world we live in. And I've just got to maybe just like you have to is really accept that yeah you know because i have that you know romantic i'm gonna run into somebody and our eyes will meet right and i'll drop my files and he'll (laughs) have me pick them up and touch my hand you know whatever but it's here's something to that here's the problem with all of this what you don't see people like you see people but you see the same people you don't see new people anytime yeah. Other than strangers that are walking by you when you're walking around a store or something. Yeah. The fact is you need to meet new people if you want to start dating people. Yeah. And that Bobby did mention like meetups and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if those exist in the world of COVID. Yeah. But, you know, think about interests that make you happy. Do you like singing? Do you like uh, I don't know, painting while drunk. I don't know. Find something <laughs> that makes you happy that uh, people gather together to do. Yeah. And then you can go do something you like to do and maybe meet new people. That yeah. really is, at least in my opinion, the only other way to meet somebody right now. Yeah. Right is... now, my dating options are Clark, Lex, and my dad. Yeah, exactly. Neither of those. <laughs> That's exactly neither of right. the, There's two that are no's and one that is going to be a long wait. <laughs> and then severely awkward. Yeah, exactly. So, and of course, I mean my dad. Stop calling me auntie. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God, I was so about gross. to be like, call me Auntie Lori, but then that just grossed so me gross. out like a million. So let's move on. Bobby. Bobby. You're you're already set up on the apps. Yeah. The way for me to continue is to be like, this is legitimate. This is how things work. Yes. This is how a lot of people meet and have successful relationships. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. No. It's nothing to be ashamed about. It's the new normal. Yep. So you either fight against it and stay lonely or you, you, you bite the bullet and look, with the online as with everything else it's a numbers game yeah right the more people that you'll scroll past the more people you throw a line out and say hey you look interesting i'd like to meet you the more opportunities that you might have to meet somebody who's awesome yeah the more you stick your toes into the crotch of online dating (laughs) exactly the more likely you will stick your toes into the crotch of an actual woman exactly consent bobby (laughs) with consent not every it's a very normal kink right but not everyone is into it <laughs> well i'm hoping that that helps bobby i really uh you know there's not a lot left uh in the world right now with covid going yeah, on know, right? so you gotta pick what you can uh you find you yes. know so look you're doing good just keep at it it's a numbers game give it some time It'll be fine. All right. Uh, but that's about it. We're running out of time here okay. ourselves. So we got to go. If you guys out there, if you're listening and you have a question or a decision that's weighing heavily on you, please send it to us and let LB ease your burden. Send us your problems at AskLoriBeth.com. Go follow us on all the socials at AskLoriBeth. Or just leave a message with your voice at 1-855-336-2374. That's 1-855-DENBERG or 1-855-DENBERG. And you can find me at LBDenberg on Instagram. 
at Lori Beth Denberg on Twitter and at the Lori Beth Denberg fan page on Facebook. And you can, um, oh, this would be fun. I know I always pitch every time the cameos because I really like doing them. No, they're great. So if you want to send someone an awesome Halloween message. Yes. Which could be really spooky. Which, by the way, you guys, uh, LB is over here at my house doing uh, cameos sometimes. And they're really funny. They're you really guys fun. will really yeah. like them. The, you get your money's worth. You do. Yeah, I do. I give people their money. You really do. Because Cameo will send like, um, like, hey, blink, like, make someone's day. Spend 30 seconds making someone's day. Make them a Cameo. Right. And mine are always like two and a half minutes yeah. long. I'm like, how do you do a 30 second Cameo? <laughs> that barely covers me saying hello. Yeah, seriously. Because as you might have known, if you've been listening for the last hour, I talk and don't shut up. You like to stick your toe in the crotch <laughs> of the cameo. Of the cameo. So my shoes are filthy. <laughs> Constantly damp. <laughs> um, so you now can- Now we know rec- after you had to wash your foot after going to the camping yeah. for so long. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many crotches there. Exactly. They're all sooty. I've stuck my, my foot into the crotch of nature. <laughs> So you can um, book me for a cameo for any occasion at cameo.com slash Lori Beth. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye, little bunnies. Bad Advice stars Lori Beth Denberg and Clark Crozier. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Our theme song is written and performed by Natty Ward. If you or someone you love is in need of some bad advice, you can submit your own question on our socials, all of which are Ask Lori Beth, or on our website at AskLoriBeth.com, or for a nostalgic twist, you can call 1-855-DENBERG. That's right, 1-855-336-2374, and leave your question there. Thanks for listening.